0: This is the Diamonds and Dingers Podcast. I'm your host, Dimitri Napoyne. Let's get started. Welcome to the Diamonds and Dingers Podcast, hosted by Muncie's best baseball analysts. I'm your host, Dimitri Napoleon. Today I am joined by Seth Rawlings and Zach Merritt.
1: How are you guys doing? Hanging in there, doing what I can.
0: Yeah, it's crazy is here, uh here all over the U.S. and pretty much globally right now. Everyone's trying to hunker down and and stay safe out there, yeah.
2: Yeah, the quarantine, uh, it's, it feels like it's never going to end right now.
1: No, it's every time you turn on the TV, it's always another thousands of cases. And it's like every time you think maybe we can get ahead and finally get some clarity on things, it's no.
0: Yeah, I know. It's the opposite. It's just, it just—it seems like things are definitely going to get worse before they get better. But at some point, get better, and hopefully, we'll get baseball. Yeah,
1: that, that will be—that'd be great.
0: Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I, you know it would make our jobs a lot easier, <laughs> as there would actually be a sport to cover.
1: Yes, yeah, so that would, or I mean, that would definitely help. But, I mean, just sports in general. I'd love to have something to watch instead of replays of old games.
0: Yeah, like. <laughs> They were doing some, like, very strange sports segments. Like, I saw, what, what was it? It was, like, something. It was very unusual sports that's going on right now I, that they have. Well,
1: I know, like, ESPN did ESPN the Ocho last week.
0: Yes, that that's great. <laughs> I saw some marble racing
2: on ESPN. That was, that was like, peak 1 a.m. content right there.
1: Oh, yes. <laughs> this is sports Center. God, it's got it written all da, over da, it. Da,
0: da, da. That's amazing. You know what? I guess I'm an athlete now. Well, you know, we saw some very big news in regards to the MLB and the MLBPA. And the two have come into the agreement in regards to the 2020 season. And I know that we had a lot of questions on both sides and on how they would solve it. But here are some of the major concessions, according to CBS Sports. These are like some of the major big focal points of the agreement. So the 2020 MLB draft will be shortened to between 5 to 10 rounds signing bonuses due in July 2021 and July 2022. Players will receive service time for the 2020 season. A transaction freeze will occur. A season could be played until November. The season will be only begin if bans on mass gatherings are removed. No travel restrictions between Canada and the United States and approval from the medical doctors that playing games would pose no concerns to players fans and team personnel what do you guys make of this
1: uh, it's very interesting to see what kind of what the mlb and the mlb Players association have kind of come to terms with uh you know shortening the mlb draft is something i didn't even really think about but given how long it is it's like 40 rounds uh totally makes sense uh the thing about the signing bonuses is very interesting and I think a big win for the players is the thing about service time. You know, receiving service time for this season, regardless of how how it turns out or how long it goes. Um, I think the transaction. I think that was kind of that was going to happen. And then in terms of how the season's going to begin, the only thing that really sticks out to me is probably being the biggest concern is the travel restriction be- between Canada and the United States because of teams like the Blue Jays. Coming, coming to the states to play here with every other team in the Major League Baseball, but uh, I think they could work around some of those other conditions outside of the travel ban.
2: Yeah, and for me, I think this deal is actually a pretty good look for baseball. Um, uh, you don't, we don't have the owners and players bickering whenever there's a a big pandemic going on around the world, and it, it, that would just seem. To seem like a minor dispute, and I think this is actually a good move for baseball. It's the first lead to really come out with something like this. Uh, you haven't seen much coming out of the NBA or uh, the NFL or hockey for for that for that matter. And um, of course, the players won that won a big concession, gained the service time. So players like Mookie Betts and Trevor Bauer are going to be free agents this year. Um, but the big thing I I see is that if there is no twenty twenty season, uh, the players agreed not to sue for their for their um, salaries, and that's, that's big for teams with lower ca- cash flow is, and smaller markets.
1: It seems like you're Pittsburgh Pirates there, Demetrius. Yeah.
0: And Cincinnati, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting because Boston may very well end up actually getting a good deal because uh, Mookie Betts may not even play a single game in a Dodger uniform.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, I, so that's, essentially, the Dodgers are looking to look dumb for giving up these prospects to get a guy that they never played. I think played.
0: that I think that would be the ultimate piece of irony as Boston fans look like they were about ready to riot the streets, uh, but instead they got Verdugo and and now I actually get to keep him, uh, which is more than the Dodgers can say. I I, I this is strange, um, very very strange times indeed. I don't I I, I agree the fact that the fact that the 2020 will count as a service time for the MLB players is going to be huge. Cause you see all these guys that are going to be free agents and, and the guys who just, uh, will not even get a chance to play for their new teams. Um, and the big thing that surprises me is the, is the transaction freeze. Um, because we have guys like Yossi, Puig that we talk about, who's almost a running joke at our podcast and slash radio show at this point. Um, who almost definitely will not be playing for anybody now. Um, And same with those other guys that we mentioned, Russell Martin, uh, Andrew Kashner, uh, and those guys like that. So it's very surprising that uh, the transaction freeze will occur, but I understand it. They're obviously trying to keep uh, contact to the minimum. But uh, another lighter news, former Astro Evan Gaddis is under some scrutiny. Former member of the 2017 Houston Astros tweeted out a picture of a glass that had Mike Flyer's face on it, and it states "snitches get stitches." A clear shot at one of the biggest whistleblowers the MLB had ever seen. Uh, during that time, Gaddis hit a two hit for a two sixty-three batting average and slugged for, for 457 and had an on-base percentage of three eleven. In response to the backlash, Gaddis said in a tweet. For the record, I have zero bad feelings towards fires. We've actually texted, and I hope that he doesn't get too much hate slash actual scary hate mail, threats, etc. He was our teammate, and I just thought the gloss was funny. The way the public feels about us cheating is how I felt when at least I assumed that other people were cheating against us. No excuses. But I understand everyone's anger. Doesn't exactly put Humpty Dumpty back together again. Well, that's quite an interesting story for sure. What stands out for you guys?
1: Um, I think he said all the right things that he needed to say. I don't at all buy what he said because you don't have a glass that says snitches get stitches. If you actually like enjoy this, enjoy the guy and like you know respect him, uh, I think there. I think this is another step of he's just mad that they got caught. Uh, especially for a guy that really didn't contribute much to their, you know, their winning the world series in 2017. And uh, I, I, overall I think it's just a little funny that this is what he, his reasoning for it was because I don't buy it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't either. It seems strange. Yeah, I think,
2: yeah, I think he's, he's definitely like trying to save face with this statement, but I don't, I just think that it was just a bad move to do from the from the get go. So yeah, I
1: just think you know with his line about I hope he didn't get too much hate, like actual scary Mets, scary hate mail or threats, just shows kind of how naive he was because it did. There was I mean, so many reports came out during spring training about how this guy was getting death threats <laughs> for exposing the Astros. So to me, it, it's kind of like a slap in the face that like, well, you know, we're still friends and all, and this was just a joke and everything, and I hope no one actually. Hates him and you know, like sending him death threats and everything when really that's actually what happened.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's just, I, there's obviously like, I don't know, I could never send, <laughs> I could never say that to, uh, to one of my friends if I was, or a teammate like that if, if I didn't feel some personal resentment towards them. At, even if it's just a small like disdain towards them, that's, that's, it's obviously, it's personal for Gaddis. I just don't, I, I just think it's ironic because like, Obviously, the cheating didn't help him because if you look at his stats, he was atrocious against left-handers, and overall, he he was a very mediocre hitter down in uh, down in Houston uh, prior to uh, his retirement, heading into the 2019 season. But very strange, very unusual. It seem it just seems suspicious. It seems like it se- it seems like like you said, Seth. It seems like he's just trying to backtrack um, what he said earlier. But you know, once you tweet something out, you can't take it back, and I think that he he learned the lesson the hard way. Yeah, you put something on the internet, it never goes away. That's uh,
1: exactly. Internet will remain undefeated <laughs> ever. This is
2: the, the the greatest statement of our time.
0: Yes, if you're listening, oh, that's 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 our podcast right there. That's all you needed to hear. <laughs>